All right, welcome to uh, episode 57 of Biomass tonight, folks. We appreciate you tuning in either on our live stream or via uh, iTunes. So again, uh, we really appreciate the uh, the feedback we've been getting, and we've had a ton of downloads over the last uh, month and a half or so, and uh, things are looking very good, and we really appreciate a lot of the feedback. So without further ado, uh, we'll save some of that for our shout-outs on the way out of the show, but... Uh, we've got a little bit smaller crowd tonight. There's about six of us on. We might have a couple drop-ins. And what we wanted to do is talk a little bit tonight about some of the CPM2 goings-on. This might be a bit of a shorter shorter show than uh, than we usually have. But that being said, we generally will always find a rat hole to go down at some point that'll, that'll extend the, the life of the show. So uh, without further ado, let's go ahead and get some intros in. And what we're going to do is we're going to start right at the top of the list. So Sarai Zell. Intro, please. Uh-huh. I'm Sarai Zell, a member of CPM1, a co-host here on the show, and an editor on the podcast. Yeah. Jay is gone AFK. I think we, think we lost Jay. I think oh, we, we lost, lost Jay. Jay. <laughs> okay, we'll just keep going then. I'll start with uh, uh, Bait. Go ahead. Hey, I'm Bait. I'm a director over at uh, the Demonic Cowboys, and uh, I'm a writer for the Biomass blog. Sounds good, man. Cat? Hey, I'm Catmark, a forum person from negative feedback and i have more time on the forum than the actual game <laughs> you and half the community i think all right cross cross two from osg current member of cpm1 candidate for cpm2 and general forum rat all right and check, i'm check, uh, one two check 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 one one two check he's alive he's back all right it's your turn actually so go ahead <laughs> Absolutely. And uh, as I'm uh, reliving my days as a uh, roadie for Whitesnake and getting my mic, mic check on, uh, I am Jason Larson, a member of OSG Planetary Operations. A, a, uh, as they say, there's such a thing as an army of one or a corp of three. And I've referenced my other two corp mates in the room with me. Uh, other than that, I am a, uh, a random rambler here on the uh, on the podcast and a uh, I don't really form warrior I, I kind of forum stalk people I guess uh, and that's about what I do that and and I, I try to help everybody understand that it uh, there's something special about understanding that as long as you can make fun of Zell you will always feel good about yourself yes that's true and uh, I'm pokey Draven from OSG planetary operations the third member of the corp and uh writer, editor, and co-host on the Biomass blog and podcast. And a little shit. And a little shit, yes. But we'll let Jay get back to doing his thing. Well, I don't know if you're, I mean, you're like 6'4", dude, so I don't know if that's little, but you're at least a moderately sized shit. Maybe a, a turd, maybe. We'll see. Touche. All right, so folks, on to uh, our normal segment here, the lead segment, which is a CPM update. And tonight we've got two CPM members, uh, Cross the Two and Sriazel. So, uh, Sriazel, I'm going to toss this one over to you and Cross. So, if you mind taking it away. Yeah. So, um, the big thing this week is that uh, the CPM two uh, has been confirmed by Frame, um, and uh, so we can kind of say that this has obviously been one of our big conversation topics um, with them over the past. Uh, you know, several weeks. Um, I've talked to Frame about, uh, if, if you guys remember, I one of my earliest posts was uh, on the blog was uh, about changes that I think should be made to the white paper. Uh, we have had that conversation with CCP, and uh, I don't know what will or won't happen with it, but, um, you know, I'm, I'm hopeful that things are, are doing well with that as well. So, Okay. Well, and I, I think that is a... A, a notice, a noteworthy, definitely a noteworthy uh, tidbit of information that there's uh, an official CPM2 announcement uh, for somewhere in the July timeframe. So roughly a month-ish from now, is that when the elections are going to be held or when they're going to formally open folks to, to sign on as candidates? So we don't have like final dates on stuff yet, so I, I couldn't tell you for sure. Okay. All right. Yeah. No, I was just trying to, to get a grasp on the timeline uh, to some degree. But like you said, that's actually probably a good thing. So one of the things I would like to point out to everybody is on the uh, biomass.com uh, slash biomass.net uh, website. Uh, one of the things that we've been doing, uh, and it's really been spearheaded by Sry and Pokey, is that what we're trying to do is have a series of uh, you know basically blog entry uh, interviews for all of the candidates. And I think we've got some folks have already uh, have already put theirs in. We've got a couple already posted, right, Zell? Uh, yeah, we've got uh, two of them so far. 
Okay, and they would be who? Uh, Crossatu and Ripley Riley. Absolutely, and that's kind of and that's uh, what we would like to do is be a good centralized venue for uh, folks that are interested in learning about who is, who wants to be a CPM member and maybe a little bit about why they want to be a CPM member. Uh, and obviously, now that the uh, sort of the season has started, if you will, uh, if you are out there listening to the podcast, uh, and we we know all twenty five people that play Dust usually do listen, listen to the podcast that uh, if you're interested in running for CPM2 and you want to hop on and then kind of have a conversation with us or m- more more likely really just have a conversation with the community which we can help you facilitate uh, please get a hold of either Pokey, myself, or Soraya uh, just pinging any of us in game or back here on um, on Skype or what have you and we'd love to have you on uh, just at least to talk about what your uh, your thoughts are about the CPM and sort of why you want to why you want to partake of that particular chalice of poison. Uh, so on that note, uh, I think we've got, uh, let's see. They, so they have just some correct result. They have not actually opened for receiving like candidate packets, right? It's just, they uh, no. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's just, we frame is confirmed that there will be a, a CPM two and that it'll, stuff should be in July. Okay. No, well, that's still pretty awesome, man. So I think we're... Frame has also stopped being French and 52, which is good. Well done. Uh, that was a bit odd, although he does wear an inter- a mean baseball hat. Uh, and, uh, his Skype got hacked recently, and there was all kinds of buzz about what was happening with it and why and how to quit the company and all sorts of silliness. But no, really? it was just a Skype issue. Nah, I totally... Yeah. Well, I assume you guys probably saw that more than the vast majority of folks in the community. All right, let's see. Um, so, anything else on the CPM2 we want to chat about? So, who who has actually formally announced that they uh, they shall be running? I know, obviously, Ripley and Cross is going for a re-elect. Uh, Ripley's going for an election. Zell, you're not running, are you, brother? I am not. Okay. Um, I th- think, let's see. Has Who else has actually said they are, in fact, going to run from CPM1? Has, uh, has BAM and uh, Bam Havoc and that group of uh, of um, hooligans announced that they're going to run? I don't I don't think so. I've heard a lot Formally, of people I don't think so. other, other than BAM saying that they, that they wanted BAM on there. But I don't remember BAM actually saying it. I also saw um, briefly on the forums, I think, I looked at the, um, at the initial post um, – that framed it uh, in general discussions, I believe. Um, and I, I think one of the first responses was Jolly Roger saying that it might have even been on Twitter. Uh, was uh, Yo Jolly Roger saying, uh, "Oh, I need to go make some uh, some propaganda or something." So I didn't know if that was just a joke or if uh, or if he actually was uh, was running or not. Um, oh, I, I haven't seen Jolly in a long time. The last no tweet idea. I saw from Jolly, he was talking about people he would like to see on CPM oh, and yes. specifically saying he didn't want to be. But gotcha. who knows, that may change. Gotcha, gotcha. Yep, that's fair. Uh, let's see. Aeon, is Aeon running? He is not, at least last conversation I had with him. That uh, certainly, uh, certainly downplays my ability to uh, get entertainment out of this year's election season. Uh, Breaking Stuff is in or planning to be in, as far as I know, as of this time. And um, though she may stab me for it later... I think that Zarya is in as well. Uh, I would vote for Zarya. Like, absolutely. Uh, she she is, and, and by the way, to serve as track and what I'm about to say, I, I made this comment earlier to Catmerk that um, I think of the seven-ish CPM slots, and I assume there's still seven for the next election, that you can easily fill half of them with really high-quality people that don't run uh, or, or have it haven't uh wouldn't put their name forward for whatever reason uh, and, and zarya is somebody that i think uh you you have pr- pretty strong backing from the community very level-headed very uh very solid solid player and she's also really sharp in terms of how she can communicate things so i would yeah i would love to get her enlisted in onto a uh, onto a platform to, to be a cpm too yep i absolutely agree i've been you know, asking her to consider it for a long time ever since we spent like four hours debating at one point and was like, wow, okay, you know what you're talking about and you're capable of doing that without becoming hysterical or trolling all the time. So this is something you should do because you'd be good at it. 
Yeah, no, I think that's that's pretty fair. I I thought I saw that Breakin had was. Uh, I, I guess I couldn't really tell if he was trolling, trolling or serious, serious, which is normally where I fall with Breakin uh, on a lot of things. Uh, but uh, so I, it sounds like he is going to run then. Yes, as of this time, to the best of my knowledge, he is in. Whether that you know holds true throughout, as we saw some candidate bleed last cycle, is obviously remains to be seen. But as of now, he's he's in from the best of my understanding. Okay. All right. Well, that uh, that'll be pretty good. I mean, like I said, the guy definitely. I mean, he does know his stuff, but he is. Uh, I, I would I would say that he is uh, a friction point, and I think that's a. I think that'd be a fair assessment. Uh, just based on how he, he normally communicates to folks. It's like, it's what would happen if someone cloned Pokey and infused him with, with the um, general attitude of the Matani.com? That's that's relatively fair. Yeah, I mean, Breakin's yeah, very, I mean, very technically adroit in terms of understanding different things. Now, I disagree with him a lot of stuff, but he can back up what he's saying, and he will at least describe a logical pattern of why he is viewing something in a certain way. Uh, so I would that's, say that's the spreadsheets rival Rotatis. I've seen some huge spreadsheets that you just spent hours and hours of making them just if you to want explain to, a single point. If you want to know the truth, you actually copied Rotati's spreadsheets and, and basically did a lot of number work on there. But uh, I think the background on the, the actual functions was Rotati that he was using. Well, and that's yeah. actually a um, savvy side point as far as potential CPM work. Rotati's spoken publicly a lot about the idea of low-hanging fruit and the value of doing something rather than discussing a theoretical something that isn't really within reach. So the most effective means of getting stuff done, and generally speaking, of course, when talking to CCP is finding things that are generally within reach that are a lot easier to grasp and execute as opposed to massive overhauls or things that require a ton of dev time. So using what's already been put forth by CCP and altering it in minor ways for a large effect is a pretty um, a pretty effective way to go about doing CPM style work. And I guess he's got that going for him if he gets himself elected. Yeah, I've, I've spoken with him a lot on many occasions, and he's, he's, he's like you said, he's a point of friction, but he's got his head in a good place. He does put forth a lot of work to to design or just try to balance things, and he definitely has a very rational method about going about it. So, you know, I, I could definitely appreciate him in that regard. Uh, anybody else from CPM1 uh, rerunning other than Cross? Denny Fleetfoot and SMB have both said that they're confirmed. Um, Zatara has, as of now, said he is not doing it, and Iron Wolf Saber refers to himself with three question marks whenever the issue is raised. Well, that's classic Iron Wolf. Incredibly apropos. Uh, okay. Well, I guess uh, one interesting question I have is: I, Has anybody heard of any like really new or folks that you've never heard of that are? Actually, look like they're trying to gear up to uh, to get involved. Not as of yet, at least from my corner. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty much the same people that I've seen from uh, either the last election or the ones that are fairly uh, popular or well known on the forums. So no one knew that I spotted. Yeah, I was actually I was mildly interested to see if one of the uh, the South American players uh, would would get in because they would have a pretty good voting block if they did. I think your newcomers tend to show up more once the uh, once the official announcement and submission method is out. Is out. I'm wondering if we'll get a dark horse Fair. from somewhere in our um, Japanese community because there's a fairly substantial segment of them that are active, and you know, that would be a rather locked-in voting demographic by and large, just because of the linguistic barrier. Well, um, but the uh, other thing you have to understand is that this uh, all CCP business and CPM business is conducted in English, so that ha that's obviously. Uh, look at it this way: we know about many of the people running because they are connected to us, because they tell us on Skype or other channels. The people around, well known, are probably not that connected. Yeah, well, it's just like what happened with SMB in the last cycle. You can have people who are not active in certain circles or as high profile that still have substantial roots in a sub-portion of the community, and that can be enough to get you the votes you need. That's also true. Look, you have to look at the fact that we had, what, nine uh, under a thousand votes um, last CPM election. I suspect that the voter turnout could potentially be smaller, 
So, you know, having a dedicated base to actually vote for you could very well secure an election quite easily. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but, like, other than Judge, who kind of was through the curve, like, you needed, what, 70, 80 votes to get in? Something like that? It's about, I think I got in at 62 votes, so... So, yeah, I mean, if yeah. you think about it, like, that's, you know, that, that's that's definitely not a hard stretch uh, if, like, as Kane noted, and by the way, Kane's in the room, we'll get to an intro for him and uh, another guest lethargic in a moment, but, yeah, that strikes me is that if anybody's got any relative, you know, modicum of organization that they'll be elected, um, which is, I guess, sometimes good and sometimes bad, uh, and, and I don't compare this to how Eve works, that's a totally different animal than what we're doing here. Uh, but it's, uh, and it, there's a small part of me just based on, just because of how small the player base, base is, I, I would almost like it if they would do it sort of like how they did CPM zero, where they like, Hey, you can apply or Hey, here's like, you know, 10 or 15 people. If you're interested, please contact us. We'd like to interview you and just pick people that they know can interact and provide good feedback. I, I, you know, as much as I, I like the idea of the quote unquote, you know, community, you know, elected rep, I think just based on the size of, of uh, you know, the size of the, uh, the player base, I would not necessarily be opposed to a fairly transparent, but almost interview slash selection process for it. The point, one of the core principles of the CPM is to be an elected body. Um, I can understand CCP can interact with whoever the want, they want to. So, I mean, if CCB decides they want to go out and directly interact with somebody who is, you know, a person in the community or someone that they, you know, they recognize doing X, Y, or Z, um, then they'll do that. And Rotati has shown that they'll do that, you know? Oh, yeah, absolutely. No, so, I'm with you. I mean, so to me, the the function, I mean, the CPM, you know, it's still, it's it's the players' voices who vote, you know? basically saying these are the people we want to be on the inside and know about the NDA and know what's going on about the future of the game that maybe we aren't, you know, that CCP isn't prepared to share with the greater community and at the same time, you know, the watchdog agency element of it as well. Um, I mean, to me, to have that kind of credence to it, it still needs to be elected, even if it is a, a small number of players. I mean, the, the thing is to get... I mean, it's also kind of on CCP shoulders a little bit as well to get a higher voter turnout, you know, with uh, writing out a dev, dev blog, you know, you know, some things like the what they've done with the CSM before is had, you know, devs come out and say, hey, this is uh, what the CPM has done for us as developers, you know, that kind of stuff. CSM in that case. Yeah, no, I, no, I see where you're coming from. I just, I acknowledge the, uh, the community elected component of it, but it's one of those where... I, I don't know. I, I just, uh, I, I think they could probably figure out who they're who they're going to talk to. And what you don't want to do is, um, through association, not, you know, not be as transparent with this, with parts of the CPM as you would, you would you would want to be. I guess is the is my thought on that one. Uh, real quick, if you don't mind, Kane, lethargic. If you guys could do uh, quick intros, Kane, if you could go first, please. Uh, Kane Spiro, former member of the CPM and head of the uh, Negative Feedback Alliance. Lethargic, uh, former member of Sever True Blood and uh, others. Okie dokie. And Lethargic, you, I believe you are running for deep for CPM2, is that accurate? Yes, that's correct. Okay, awesome. I'm glad you were able to join us tonight, man. No problem. Okay. Um, let's see. Jumping back to the prior topic real quick here, I think there's possibly some middle ground as well, because while the CPM in its present state as an elected body is a positive and useful thing, I think that there's still room to grow either a parallel or an extended program that would have a lot more of the focus group or ad hoc aspect to it, and that there would be quite a bit of value in that um, and in having it formalized, because while Kane points out correctly that CCP can engage with whoever they want, having a process in hand that would allow some people to get under at least selective NDAs or contextual ones would be pretty useful in bringing more folks into an active role as opposed to touching base um, kind of more sporadically as is the case right now. No, I could see that. You could have like a core, a, your core membership, your which would be your CPM, and then 
effectively what you do is you have folk like folk targeted focus groups like the pc work that Rotati's doing is probably a good example it's probably bigger than what you'd want but if you wanted to bring in you know that he could ask okay hey cpm who are the top 10 experts on x you know whatever x is and you, then you guys help figure out who that is uh and then you know actually actively recruit into his, his uh, focus group one or two of you sit down on it as sort of you know monitors and or scribes or whatever uh to help at least understand the holistic picture from a player perspective that's actually not a bad mechanic it you know if you laid it out that way but whether or not they need to actually be under any kind of nda i mean i think um i mean the nda is there to you know allow ccp a little bit more freedom in terms of sharing information but i think in whenever it is possible it needs there needs to be not those kind of bounds there needs to be open discourse you know even if you have focus groups and stuff like that i think the uh, pc think tank um i think was a a good execution i mean people in the think tank kind of like you know it was kind of understood you don't necessarily need to be going out and you know publicly posting a bunch of stuff but you know talk to people about it get feedback that kind of stuff um i don't know i think uh, uh, the CPM being under NDA is probably enough. I mean, something where an NDA could be applicable would be as if we ever actually got an ISD uh, department for Dust to actually kick off. Yeah, well, it all depends on the topic for sure, and things like Think Tank wouldn't explicitly require NDA, but there there are moments, I mean, for example, just as a total hypothetical, with the sidearm redesign that happened, if Ritati had decided that he wanted to talk to you know, the main uh, users of said sidearms and pull the data for those. He could have theoretically, at that point, put them under NDA for those specific sub things and gotten the primary users of a given aspect of the game in during the design phase, even if that stuff was not far enough to be released outside of NDA. Well, I think that sort of thing is important too because I, I, I've never believed that the CPM needs to be an expert in any particular field. So in, it's more important that they understand who can give accurate feedback. And so I think, like you said, uh, tasking them with going and finding experts in a said field to actually give accurate feedback is important. And if they can get a more focused group that's kind of away from you know the, the forums, which can also turn to a shitstorm pretty quick, I think that would be pretty good. I mean, uh, that way you're you're assuring that the information you're getting is actually going to be accurate and not riddled with a lot of the issues we, we see on the forum posts. Now, that has to be NDA'd or not. Uh, it, it's convenient if you can have an NDA because you can perhaps kind of push the limits a little bit about what you're talking about to those uh, selected players. But at the same time, you also raise a good point that you don't want it to be too restrictive in that it, it does prevent uh, gathering proper feedback in, in, in that regard. I think that's that's probably a, uh, a pretty fair assessment of it. It's it's just, I think there's a lot of different angles with it in terms of what, what do we see the direction of the CPM going? I mean, right now, I mean, the reality is for a lot of the technical feedback pieces, I think uh, CCP Rotati is probably as open as you're going to get in terms of getting input and then dialoguing with the community writ large. So, I, you know, from that aspect, there's, like you said, there's ample people that they can talk to. Um, so I think that's, that's probably a good thing. Um, not really sure, not really sure what, I guess other than sort of that quiet internal soundboard of like if we release this or if this goes or how does this work, you have that smaller pool of people that you can have uh, sort of more pared down discussions with. That's good. But I think that's the part where that's why I think I I'm not going to say I lean towards it because uh, it's more along the lines of I can I would accept having them choose players that they felt that they could interact with on a more intimate basis as opposed to letting the community vote some people in for that role, if that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a matter of cutting down the noise, I think, because, I mean, I'll, I'll quote the HAV uh, rebuild discussion as an example, that there was some individuals in there that were so disruptive that Ritani was threatening to ban them because they were literally derailing uh, the discussion every five seconds, that it was nothing was getting done because of it. And so I think in that regard, sometimes at least being able to, to make sure that the, the, the pool you're pulling from is going to be uh, actually on board with progress rather than just 
you know, random noise, which does pop up from time to time. I think that's also pretty important. So I can see where you're coming from uh, in that regard. Yep. No, I think that's fair. Um, so any other broad thoughts? Or, well, I guess let me let me ask the open-ended question. Uh, and this is probably more towards uh, Cross and Soraya. If you were to hazard a guess, what would you say the – what are the things that are likely to be different in the CPM2 uh, year, if you will, than they were noticeable? You know, what would be the differences that you project based on how you see things tracking uh, with the game, with the, with the CPM relationship with the community and with CCP? What are the things that will be different for the next guys that you guys either didn't experience or maybe that you're gonna they're going to have to revisit in a way that you would maybe prefer them not to? Let me go ask um, Mr. Decker and Hilmar really quick what what their ideas were, and I'll get back to you in a minute. <laughs> now that aside, I think that there are some things that have developed as far as internal dynamics and communication that were perhaps not as gelled in certain ways as they were to begin with. I know that um, CCP's frame and Rattati are both a little bit more in their stride, I, I think, as far as what they would like from interactions with CPM and what they don't find useful than they were at the beginning of our term. Um, I think that some of the CPM too will potentially be surprised if they come with a lot of preconceptions because it's not a deeply, deeply formal environment, but it is a very active one. And yeah, th there are fewer CSM style weekly meetings or anything of that nature than there are frequent conversations, requests for information, you know, minor tasks as far as go seek this out or figure out feedback on X, Y, and Z or break this for me. There, there's a lot of that, you know, here's an idea, show me everywhere that it's going to be exploitable. And um, I think that that process is probably the biggest shift, at least in my view, between one and two. It's just how focused and confident the devs themselves are in what they're looking for in their interactions with the CPM. It's pretty fair. So, uh, Soraya, your thoughts? It, it, you know, it's it's tough for me to, because um, there, there's probably a few thoughts I would share if I could, but I can't. Um, I, I do think that uh, I, I think it, it'll in some ways um, it should it should be pretty smooth, but in others I think it might be a bit of a fight. Um, you know, to for the CPM, I, I think is a there's always a continual um, uh, continual need to to define why it's it's relevant and, and important, um, and uh, it you know it it's some sometimes CCP may not may know how they want to interact with the CPM, but it may not be the extent of how they need to. Mm, yeah. Okay. I'm still I'm still trying to to decipher all of that. By the way. <laughs> well, there are there are lots of holes, and I'm sure that that Zell and I could both go on at length on a number of subjects if lawyers would not eat us alive for it. But at least for me, and I don't want to put words in the mouth of any of my council bros here, but I think that the major uptick in all of it is that you need to be clear and firm about what you think and why you think it. You need to remain professional when you're told something is simply going to be done a different way because that will happen. And you need to be proactive is one of the big things that I was expecting less of, I suppose, even from my prior community experience. Like it was less of a task-oriented environment than it was a show where you can provide use, show how you can provide use, and you know seek seek ways to be active if you want to sort of situation. And that I don't know. I mean, it was an adjustment for me, but I think it also goes a long way because the people who want to be active and engaged and make a contribution will, and the people who don't or who fade out in one way or another are not going to have a major void that they're creating in, in many ways because they're not being given specific responsibilities that they then aren't fulfilling. No, I, I think that's that's probably a fair way to, uh, a fair way to approach it. Uh, like I said, it's just... It's kind of interesting watching how this is, this is sort of developing. Uh, if you, if assuming things track along, what are the, what do you think are the, the most significant topics or areas that will end up facing the uh, the CPM two folks uh, starting, I guess, you know, fourth quarter of this this FY and then moving moving into the rest of their term. 
Well, everyone knows my favorite topic is getting the game ported, but apart from my perpetual harassment of the devs, which they're gracious enough not to beat me over, uh, I think that my next probably two or three topics are actually still NDA related, but beyond those, we're probably looking at skill polish as one of the main things, because that's going to take some time and some significant effort, it seems, and it certainly is a thing that needs to be done, whether that be by potentially adding some more racial weapons as might help the commando or overhauling the bonuses themselves as is probably needed for both the logistics and assaults there's a lot to be done with the racial skills right now because in most of the roles they're not really providing equal value between all of the different races and ultimately that has to be addressed okay no i think that's that's a pretty fair way of approaching it zell any thoughts on that you know, one or, one or two of the most significant topics you think will uh, face the CPM2? Um, I'm not going to comment at this time, no. You guys are really, really annoying to talk to. I just want you to know that. <laughs> Cross Try is, being Cross on the other side it. of it. Well, and so here's the thing. This is, I've tried to talk to you about this previously, and I even gave you a, dem- a demonstration on how to do it, Zell. I asked Cross the same question. He says nothing as well. Like literally nothing, but it sounds like he's saying something. You just say nothing. At I, least say something. Here, so, so here's you now what you could say is you could say that I'm more honest about the fact that I just said nothing because I literally just told you I said nothing. That's that's honesty. You're not getting that honesty from Cross. Cross is wonderful at sk- leading you on here, but he's not giving you anything. I'm well, giving the you the truth. Yeah, but the difference is you think that's leading leading us on because here's the thing: like the reality is, you guys, like as a group, you use the NDA shield like more than any five people I have ever met on the CSM and Eve put together at the same time. It's like fucking Wonder Twins power of NDA shield unite, you know, form of fucking impenetrable wall of interview sound. Holy shit. But uh, anyway. From my side of things, with how much I love to communicate and how gabby I am, it's more like the NDA ball and chain or the NDA yoke than it is the NDA shield. Yeah, I mean, mean, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta bear in mind that when we were, when we were all at FanFest, we were like chatting back and forth, you know, like giddy schoolgirls all the time because that we could actually speak to people. Well, that's fair too. Okay. Oh, goodness gracious. So, okay. I'll, I'll throw one more on there since apparently my comment on already known information is not truthful according to Soraya. Um, PVE. <laughs> PVE is something that I have not ruled out as a possibility. Look at me talking as if I'm in charge of something. And that I think would be enough of a value to the game in general that it's something CPM2 could definitely pick up and kind of run with and look at the potential for. But then do you think that that's something that's feasible on the current platform? Assuming that the game doesn't get ported to either PC or PS4. Actually, yes. I do think that there's some potential for that to work out, even on the PS3. Although, ultimately, we have to go to another platform. That's been true since, you know, closed beta. Everyone's known it. It just is becoming more and more pertinent that it needs to happen soon. Gotcha. So okay, then, okay. All right. All right, Bate, go ahead. I'm sorry. So then, to follow up with that cross, to what extent do you think that any kind of PV is possible? What do you think we'll see if we had uh such a feature on on the playstation 3 well resource management is obviously a key thing so we're less likely to see the open world you know sort of pvpve that happens in eve and some other sandbox style things but i think that more scripted pve just due to the nature of how resources are allocated is probably a lot more feasible so things like you know a survival mode or a resource harvesting mode something that's a little bit more you know, wave or objective oriented, seems like it would probably be a lot more feasible. Now, I say that not as someone who knows the engineering behind it or claiming inside knowledge on it, just assessing as a gamer based on what I've seen other games be able to pull off in similar environments. Fair enough. Okie dokie. Um, let's see. So now that we've covered this that big roundabout uh, sort of topic, um, Kind of curious, Cross, why are you running for CPM2 again? Why are you sticking with it? Well, the two major things. One is that I've 
had several different people say that I should continue with it, which kind of put the bug in my bonnet to at least consider it, which, you know, wasn't necessarily a thing I was actively doing until that point. And then secondarily, one of the major elements of my prior platform and frankly, the most vital thing that's going on is, in my opinion right now is the concept of a port. And there's only so much that a CPM can do as far as saying, hey, this is important and having that matter, of course. But anything that I can do, even if it's work on other subjects and aspects to give the devs some more breathing room to think about it, is a positive in my book because I like the game. I want there to be a game regardless of how it's being developed or what direction it's taken. And without a port to a next-gen system, be that, you know, PC or, as some have said, Wii U or, you know, PS4 or Windows Xbox... Phone. Windows or yes, phone. or the or the Windows Phone, as Zell is campaigning for, whatever the next gen platform may be, having one is important to the continuation of the game, and thus the value of the work that's gone in so far. So, that's something I really want to see happen before I leave office. Okay, Legion is that's a fair. Legion is a collectible card game now, right? So that would work on Windows Phone pretty well. It's a tower defense game now. Oh, we switched it to tower defense. It's a tower. It's a tower defense card game. It's 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 a new direction they're taking with it. I thought it was a choose your own story novel. It's that too. It's a choose your own tower defense card game. I I'm actually, gonna, I could do, I could have a whole show where we could just have you explain how this version of Legion works. That'd be really I, interesting. I'll, I'll be I'll be honest with you. I guarantee you that the con that this that that little um, uh, ripost and parry right there that you that everybody heard. Is was literally almost word for word said somewhere in a CPM office at some point with whiteboards and people with eager looks on their faces and markers in their hand. I guarantee you. Basically, Legion is now uh, the computer game Hand of Fate. It's just been ported into Eve lore. Okay. Well, what was that, like, Bait? A companion app. It's not a yeah. game, it's an application. Oh dear God! The thing oh, this is hilarious. It's gonna be for for uh, the Vita too. <laughs> Vita. Well, the I'm... thing is, actually, if you put the game on PS4, you could just do remote play with your Vita and actually access the Neocom as you would if you were, you know, actually had a Vita app like we were promised. Do they still make those things? The Vitas? Uh, yeah, I think they make them. They just haven't started making games for them yet, but they are really great for watching videos. <laughs> So that's a little bit like the PS4 then, huh? Yeah, actually, it's 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 the PS4 is a little step ahead. I mean, granted, it's it's a little older, but you know, they're 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 working on they're they're thinking about actually making games sometime in the next ten years or so. I have a, a Vita. It's um, a really almost frustrating device because the L3 and the R3 are a touchpad on the back of the pad. Um, it's also the L2 and the R2 are also on said touchpad on the back of, of the pad. So basically you have a touchpad that's divided into four parts, which are more or less buttons that you just have to touch. And even then they're finicky. Um, as far as the capabilities, I would say that it's somewhere between um, the PS3 and the PS4 as far as, you know, processing power and, and whatnot. But I have, I have a couple games and, you know, it's all right, you know. It's more than a toaster, less than a supercomputer. Exactly. It, it, it's frustrating for me because it's actually a cool little device, and it's completely filled with ports of PSP games for me because I haven't found anything that I really want that's actually a true Vita game. It's, it's driving me nuts, but I've just kind of given up and said, oh, it's a nice way to play my PS4 remotely, and that's pretty much what it does now. I, I tried playing Dust on it, and it was a nightmare just because I, I, I needed the L3... And, and the R3 and the R2 and the L2 and it was just if you've played with the Vita it's not very responsive I guess but it works maybe with the PS3 it I works. thought it's actually pretty decent on PS4 remote play I wouldn't want to do anything competitive with it but it's it's manageable for what it is I really wouldn't mind some kind of companion app though for Dust just be able to like especially for court managers what would be really awesome is to have the equivalent of EveGate so I can actually check my dust yes. mail through a browser. That would be swell. Yes. You know what the funny thing is? As far as I know, uh, they're either very close or I know there may have been some divergence at some point, but the dust forms and the e-forms should be basically the same thing. And it's literally to me, I think it's just like a switch. Uh, uh, Maybe a little more complicated than that, but essentially just like a switch. I say, hey, dust people can have EveGate. The only problem is 
maybe people spamming or something, but maybe they say you can you have to have loyalty rank X to get Evegate. <laughs> I think I heard at one point that there was some sort of snag within Crest that they wanted to change something or streamline something or turn something on before that happened, and that that hasn't been a thing within Crest that was done yet, whatever the widget was. Yeah. You could put that war barge on this on the companion app. Get it out of the uh the neocom. Yeah, being able to log in and uh and you know collect stuff on days where you can't log into your, your PlayStation would be nice. Well I I mean one of the things I think they really should look at is no matter like even if you assume that there is going to be a port and it's even if you assumed it's on the PS4, what I would really strongly recommend that they do is take all of the form and the webmail hosting shit and just excise that from the PSN network and figure out a way to do like a just like you can use your your PSN or whatever, or you make them establish like an Eve an Eve style account uh, and just keep it all on CCP's side and not have it go through the PSN piece. Uh, if there's, I think if they could do that, they would be better off in the long run. If you assume that they're going to have a have a port to something, you, you know, if it's on a PC, certainly they need to do that, or they would. Uh, and if it would be on a PS4, I would still recommend that they, like, literally just, you know, lop it off out of PSN. Other than you can perhaps sign in or, or do a, a, a parallel sign in through it, but I would try to run all of my uh, offline stuff through CCP's in-house type activities. Yeah, and that seems like something that they've they've talked about and really should do. Um, I mean, I don't know how they would, uh, you know, they, they'd have to work out the logistics of getting everyone's accounts converted, but um, you know, back two FanFests ago when they were talking about the whole single sign-on for all of their games on one PC client thing, um, that obviously requires some sort of more CCP account, and It'd be nice to see things like uh, Orm, which is really just your real money, um, to usable across your Eve and Dust accounts. Though they'd have to normalize those values and yeah. et cetera. It just it, it just seems like if if they're you know they have Dust and they have Eve and they're wish, working on Valkyrie, it, it just makes sense to me that they start to look at kind of the Blizzard approach where you're you're have you know logged into your account with that company. Well, yeah, I mean, that, I mean that's almost. In a weird way, it's like a Steam or a, a Game Pro style. Uh, well, it's, I mean, Steam's obviously it's it's meant to support games out of other companies, whereas you have like if you look at like the Blizzard launcher, um, you know they have specifically these are all the games, and if you don't even have, and even if you don't play some of those games, they're listed there. It's like just click here, and we'll install it for you. Um, you know they there's a and there's a ton of cross promotion between their games um, in terms of. Like, for instance, I've played enough Heroes of the Storm that I get a, a, a mount and a pet and wow, and I get a, um, a card back in Hearthstone, and those are all vice versa. It, it, basically, every one of their games has a reward you get in the other game for playing enough of it. No, um, I, I think that's, a lot I think neat... that's okay, too. I, I, I like that. I, I, I think that would actually go more towards some of the, the, you know, the long-term vision stuff that you've, we've heard, heard Hilmar saying. On more than one occasion, and, and again, this is somewhat even agnostic of whether, you know, dust finally, you know, dies its, you know, you know, gives up its last breath at some point, and there's no replacement for it or whatever, and then it's just Eve and Valkyrie, and then they start looking for other things. I, I just, I think it would be a good choice for CCP to migrate a lot of their their non-gameplay or non-in-game material to a single location uh which then i mean if you think about it, that's just shared advertising and interest for their other products i th that was the one thing i always just really wish that they were able to do is um get get more cross-pollinization uh in terms of their customer base and make it attractive to do so and i think your idea of normalizing orm across games that's that could be like the ccp you know, currency du jour for any of their games, because I suspect you know Valkyrie will have some level of additional monetization in it, utilizing Orem as well. Only thing that you have to consider, though, is well, actually, no, never mind. I, I was I was just thinking about how in Eve you could buy uh, things that are 
purchased with Orem with ISK, but you're already kind of starting to do that in Dust with, with player trading, so never mind. Yeah, no, I I, I I think that's perfectly perfectly fine, and I would, I, I would offer that a lot of the work that you see people in the community doing on Trello uh, reference the, the trading pieces could easily be done. I mean, if you look at the EVE forums, it, there's like whole fucking swap needs going on uh, on the forums there. I still hope that at some point we get a little bit more of a robust uh, trading system. And I know we kind of put implemented what was available to implement in terms of uh, capabilities and stuff. Okay. All right. That's fair. Um, I, I did... Let's see. I, I did want to ask a, uh, a couple other questions real quick, if you guys don't mind. Um, and this is really for Lethargic. If you, if you don't mind, I'm not totally not trying to zoom, you know, like, you know, fucking ninja strike you. I was actually just kind of curious, like, why why you were interested in running for CPM. I, I know you, you'd mentioned it previously, like, when you were on the show uh, at one point, uh, that you had some interest in doing some community, community work uh, in... Uh, in dust, but I'm just kind of curious what what would attract somebody to a game that's in the current state that dust is? Uh, what would you? Why do you want to represent the community to CCP? That's a very good question. Um, I've first let, let me start by saying that I've loved the product that CCP has r- rolled out since 2003, and that's the Eve universe, and I've been following it and you know, playing off and on, like, you, you know, it's just the, 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 the amount of, of community and meta that, that, that goes into this game is something that I've always adored and, you know, ch- cherished. And I want to do this because it's, I, when I played Eve, you know, you know, for, for, for like, you know, between like 2003 and from when Dusk came out, I, I never really felt that that I, had a place on the CSM just just because the community was so Im- massively large and it was really hard to get to be known if that makes sense and i've been following dust since its beta you know before like when it was announced that it was going to, to be a possible thing in eve and everyone was going nuts and i believe that my dedication to this uh to, to, to this game, uh, Dust Dust Five 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 One Four, is <clears throat> excuse me, I'm getting ahead of myself. Um, I I got lost in in the question. I, I I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, I lost my train of thought. I'm so sorry. No, no, no that that's okay, man. And, and like I said, I totally wasn't trying to put you on the spot. I was just kind of curious. Um, it's a question that I have for for basically anybody that that is interested in in doing something like this like what what about what about either the game or the community interests you to the point where you're you're basically gonna sign up to do volunteer work um, and that was sort of the that was sort of the you know the piece of it uh, and you know and pokey you know feel free because you know a lot of people uh, have probably already guessed it by now but pokey draven is going to be running for CPM too uh, and it's it's obviously already does a lot of work with uh, with CCP, but that's a fair question for anybody running. Why would you? And it's not really just why would you want want to be involved with CCP. It's more more along the lines of you know why do you want to help out either the game or the community writ large. It's you know it's no drama. I mean, Pokey, did you, did you have any thoughts on it? I'm just curious. Yeah, I mean, the the thing that I would stress to people is that you should not see it as a position of power or anything like that. That It's not a popularity thing. It's a lot of really hard, awful work. I mean, uh, the amount of stress I see Cross go through, we talk uh, quite frequently, and the amount of work that he does and that I, I'll help him with a few things every once in a while, I'm sure it's just a fraction of the, of the stuff he's handling is insane. So, I mean, it, it is literally a volunteer position. It is something that you are going to spend a lot of hours on for something you're not going to get paid for. Uh, and you're doing it basically be, <clears throat> excuse me, basically because, you know, you love the game and you want to make it a better game. So, I mean, it's important, at least in my perspective for candidates, that it's it's not about the position. It's about 
getting yourself into a position where you can, you know, really dial in and, and take your talents to, to good use and actually really help the game uh, progress and, and get better and assist CCP in, in giving everyone, yourself included, and the community uh, a better product. And it's going to suck. It's going to be really hard. So if it's if it's something that people are just doing because they want to be part of the team, I, I you know, I, I can't really say that that's necessarily a good thing. I think it's a matter of, you know, do you have the talents or the skills to actually make something happen? And, you know, can you get into a position with the, the CPM where you can actually facilitate the use of those skills to a greater and, and larger extent? And I think that that's, at least in my opinion, the most important trade for someone who's going to be running. Yeah, I think Pokey's spot on in that regard. This is neither a um, campaign to be the next Miss America, nor is it an opportunity to become Judge Dredd. You, you don't get to run things as CPM, nor is it a vanity project to make yourself look shiny and cool. That's something that is basically work in a more traditional sense and is certainly an unequivocally unpaid. So do it because you want it to be done and you want to try and help things be done well. Don't do it out of any form of ego or illusion that you're going to get some sort of strange behind the curtain perk. I mean, it's basically an internship with a company that's never going to hire you, is what it comes down to. I mean, you're going to be doing a lot of work. Well, <laughs> I, I, I do want to specify, you you can get hired at CCP if you've wor- if you're if you've been an like an Eve or Dust player. You do there is a possibility of getting hired, but keep in mind that if you get hired, you will probably get like laid off within a year because CCP's turnover is horrific. Um, so there's that. Yeah, I, it's not a company that I would personally want to work for, or any video game company for that matter, given the standards of the industry for uh, employee retention. But the fact of the matter is, is that you're basically doing a job, and you're not going to get paid for it. And so if you don't treat it as a job, you're not going to perform well, and you're not going to be a good member of the CPM, is my point. Yeah, and this is, and I, by the way, I totally agree with what, what all of you guys are putting out on that. And uh it's it's that is the the interesting thing i find about this is you you have to have some level of passion for the game and or the community or whatever or literally this is just your little sick little hobby or whatever because the the game like all games ultimately go away this one will likely go through a dramatic transformation or go away in the relative near future you know like well you know not like six months from now but at some point relatively soon uh, it, it is going to go through some sort of significant transformation um, into something perhaps entirely different or not you know, become non-existent. And everybody knows that. And then you also have a very, it's a very small, it's a, it is a niche game. Um, and it is interesting the amount of work to put into this to, to, to be a quote unquote good CPM that, that, that is in and of itself is, you, you know, you have to think through like, why would somebody do that? That's what I always I'm always curious about. Uh, like with Pokey and Cross, it's it. I mean, to to some degree, my impression is it's it's a social function as well, because a lot of the people that are your online buddies play the game with you. So therefore, you're it is a it is something that is interesting, or at least at least it's mentally stimulating to you. Um, but that is that's one of those things where I, I find uh, I'm always kind of curious about why would somebody put that amount of work into it uh, to literally become a second job, uh, which also then circles back to my thought of maybe they just pick the people that are, you know, the focus group style people that they want to, they want to get back with, not, you know, as opposed to electing folks, by the way, I'm totally, I I, I just acknowledge it totally. sound like I'm advocating for that. I'm, I'm not, I'm just sort of kind of playing a bit of devil's advocate with it. Look at the end. At the end of the day, when you want, people who want to be on CPM, it's because they want to be a servant to the community and a servant to the game. Exactly. That's it, what I was trying to get at. It's a service position. It really is. I mean, and, and you do it because you love the community. You do it because you love the game, and that's why you stick to it. I mean, if you're trying to go in and for any other kind of grandiose purpose, you probably should stop and not do that because you're just going to hurt yourself, hurt the community, and you're not going to really accomplish anything. Yeah, I, I sort of weep inside when I hear people talking about how they're going to get elected so that they can make CCP whatever, fill in the blank, and it just 
should anyone like that successfully get elected, they're just creating a scenario in which they will have an incredibly frustrating year and not do anything that they're planning to do. Hey, but don't, you know, you can't get it wrong, though, that sometimes yelling will be involved, and sometimes you have to be... (laughs) Oh, yeah. I mean, it's not all wine and roses, and if you're planning to go in to be just a yes-man, you're going to be more or less as useless as if you're planning to go in with some sort of massive EPing and slap CCP around to make them do what you want. Neither one is professional, rational, or constructive, and you really kind of have have to check both at the door if you're going to be worthwhile. Well, not to mention Rattati is very big on, you know, the data. And so if you can actually make a very rational argument that's backed up with evidence, that's the best way to, quote unquote, make him do something is that, you know, this is what I think should happen. This is why. Here's the evidence showing it. That's how you're going to get things done. It's not just going to be screaming at him saying, because I want this, you know. And I think that that's a, a certainly a dividing line, I think, amongst people in the community is you have people that are very focused on, you know, rationalizing changes and, and, and backing it up with data and then those who just scream and complain. And, and demand things and it's just hopefully we won't see people of the latter actually making it into, a, into office because like you said I, I believe they will be completely ineffectual and pretty much ignored by the devs because that's not behavior that's going to get you listened to in, a, in an actual professional environment well at the same time though one of the CP- things that the CPM does and the community does is it helps to contextualize data points I mean sure you can look at data and say oh well the data is saying this but at the same time, you need people who are actually playing the game and who are active in the community to help uh, sometimes provide context to some of that data that people are pulling in. I think Kane's absolutely spot on in that regard. You just have to make sure that it's someone who's capable of being dispassionate about it rather than doing what one of the original seven CPM1 did and get so emotionally invested in a particular subset of the data that you flame out and you know become completely useless to the position. Yeah, that's a fair point. Yep. All right. Let's see. Um, real quick, guys, we've been we've been on for right out about an hour. Uh, what I would like to do is sort of transition over to shout outs. And uh, one of the things that I'll before we do that, because we are kind of getting into the uh, like so the election stream, uh, there's a couple things I'd I'd like to also note that uh, you know lethal leecher lether etron has uh, announced his CPM2 candidacy as well via Skype. Uh, so we'll, we'll be sure to have him on for an inter- interview. Uh, but what we're going to, what we will actively start doing for everybody is bringing folks on for kind of focused discussions about uh, kind of why they want to be CPM. And we'll, we'll invite Bait uh, or correction. Uh, Bait, are you running? I, I, for some reason, I thought I saw your name on the list. No, I am not. I'm not eligible. Okay. okay. So probably what we'll do is Bait and I, who are for sure not running, and, and perhaps Zell a little bit, uh, we will be able to pose uh, some fairly standard questions to everybody, uh, not unlike the the blog that uh, that our guys on the biomass team are, are hosting on the website. Um, but it'll be a good a good way to have a, a short focused discussion with the community, and we can sort of help facilitate that. Uh, so lethargic. Uh, obviously welcome back on at any time and what we'll do is we'll schedule something a little bit more formal with you as and everybody else that announces themselves as a cpm candidate uh and then we'll bring you guys on and then we can have a uh, either small sort of individual sessions with you uh so that you can kind of describe sort of what are the things you're interested in helping out with uh in terms of the game and how you want to communicate with people uh and we'll do that for everybody that's running we'll obviously have you know cross and pokies on here uh pretty pretty regular since he's one of the co-hosts uh, and anybody else that's announced to run, and and I know that sometimes we po- we throw some jabs and elbows at people, but we, we do play this very very above board. Uh, and if anybody wants to to go check uh, posting histories on it, you feel free to look me up. Uh, I I am a very middle of the road person when it comes to this kind of stuff, and I ask everybody basically the same questions, um, and and I I tend to ask pointed questions about things I know that. Uh, folks need to, de- to describe to the community based on their own personal styles or previous statements. So that being said, I think what we can do is uh, let's transition to shout outs. Uh, and again, open call to anybody that's out there interested in CPM2. Please get a hold of either uh, Sarai Zell, myself, or Pokey, and we'd love to have you on the show. Uh, any, any saved rounds or last comments before we go into shout outs, gang? 
just to clarify one thing that was said earlier, um, when you said that uh, Zell and I were spearheading the interview process, I just wanted to clarify that I'm not involved with the questions of the interview or sending them out or anything. I only make the banners for the the, the uh, website. So and they're standard banners that are the, that are basically the same. For they're everyone. all identical except for the hidden subliminal stuff I have in the we, background. But we've been yeah. very careful to keep the, our our running candidate out of the process as much as possible for that. Well, and, so here's and, what I'll do. In I'll, case it I'll wasn't. Invite, uh, Kevl on to be fully invested in the actual mechanics of the interview process, so that we can cry foul at him again. How about that? <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> since since I wasn't specifically mentioned, I would like to to reiterate that I am not running for CPM two. Okay, Kane's so running Kane's for running. CPM2. Confirmed. Is running for CPM two. It is. Oh confirmed. my god! You guys suck. I don't like you right now. I'm tweeting this right now. Half Life three confirmed. Kane Sparrow holding up the digits three in his Twitter photo. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. We're confirming that Kane Sparrow has a half-life of three? Yes. That's yes. pretty accurate, too. That's how three months became 18 months for CPM0? Word. <laughs> okay, guys, <laughs> we're going we're to go ahead and start with our shout-outs. We will start at the bottom of the list, the real bottom of the list this time, so that we don't hose Zell again, as usual, sort of our standard operating procedure here. So, Pokey, if you don't mind, could you lead us off with the shout-outs? Yeah, uh, so just a shout out to all the people running for CPM2. I enjoy elections. I think they're awesome. It's uh, always a, a good venue for lots of discussion. So those who have announced, uh, I look forward to, to speaking with everyone. And those who are considering it, be sure to get your interviews in. Uh, if you want to contact uh, Zell or Jason, you can get the uh, questions sent to you and we'll get that posted up on the forums. So thanks, guys. Sounds good. Zell? Uh, I'm going to give uh, my shout out to whoever hacked CCP Frames account because it was really funny. Um, but you know, that's that's my shout out. I don't I don't know I don't know anything about him, but there there he is. Okay, Roger that. Kane. Oh, well, actually, I was going to give a shout out to Frame for finally announcing the CPM two elections. Thank you. Kudos. He can have a shout out too. Yeah, that's that's worthwhile. I, rather than just to his person that nefariously did things to his Skype. Also, just to hold all the uh, crazy people who continue to play this game and be involved in the community. Yep, there you go. Uh, Cross. Uh, shout out to the Biomast editing staff for putting up with my very lethargic article pace, despite um, you know all of the various things I've said I will write for them at some point. A shout out to CCP, uh, the devs in Shanghai specifically, for putting up with me harassing them as much as I do, because I really do prod them about the whole post uh, porting thing probably more than is healthy. And then lastly, a shout out to Breaking Stuff, Ripley Riley, and Zarya Mindir. You should all come on the show and get your questions in, etc. Well, I guess Ripley's already done that, but get yourselves out there and, and let's have some more talk about CPM2 stuff. I think it'd be great to work with all of you. Okie dokie. And Catmurk. Shout out for sitting awkwardly in the corner, having nothing to add during a podcast. I was actually, uh, I've got my cat from hell. Uh, I'm watching the video of that while I'm talking to you guys and playing around on my computer. So every time you speak, I look up and watch Jackson Galaxy, Galaxy tormenting some cat with a fucking laser, and I can think of you. Um, <laughs> okay, uh, Bait? Right, shout out to my corporation, the, uh, the Demonic Cowboys. Uh, shout out to CCP for announcing this uh, this lovely CPM2. It's going to be great to uh, witness my first uh my first election where I actually pay attention to shit, so I'm thoroughly excited. So, can't wait to see what's going to become of this. Oh, goodness. It, it, this, is the, this is where the, the get-off-my-lawn part comes in, where I'm like, you know, there, there are many folks probably playing the game that will pay more attention to the, CC, to the uh, CPM elections than their own governmental elections in whatever country they're in. That's, that's right. And they'll have more input in them, too. This is true, but beside the point. <laughs> okay, and lethargic. Shout out to everyone. Thanks for listening to me. Uh, I promise to be more coherent and succinct in the future. Okay. All right, brother. Uh, and again, you're totally welcome on anytime, man, to, to come on and uh, have a chat with us. So uh, for my shout outs, I would like to uh, give a, let's see, total shout out to Jon Snow. Uh, for those of you that watch Game of Thrones, word. Uh, who else? Stephen Amell from The Arrow. And 
I, I, I hesitate to, to I, I don't want to give a shout out to anybody that's uh, on the Suicide Squad cast yet because I'm, I'm definitely reserving judgment about that movie. I'm, I'm very, I'm very, very skeptical about it at this point, but we'll see. So I will give a. I, I think shout you should be skeptical about that. <laughs> I would. I mean, it looks. I just. It does not look right. If you if you look at the images of it, it's just it's a little sketchy. DC, their their movie team just they don't know what they're doing. They just don't. I would agree with that. I would agree with that. And, and I, I I attribute Insert that to not having of the dog not having any idea what he's doing here. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. So uh, anyway, yeah, you're right. You're right, Dizel. I think their their movie uh, movie line desperately needs like a, a single person manning the helm for direction and guidance and synchronization, which they clearly don't have. Uh, but anyway, uh, no shout outs for Suicide Squad. I will reserve one for them if they deem it worthy later. And I would like to give a uh, quick shout out to Hugh Jackman, who teased a Deadpool cameo in a recent interview. Because as we all know, that no matter what's going on in second quarter of fiscal year 16, there will be Deadpool. And it, that it wouldn't will be, it wouldn't likely be a proper... balance a lot of things in the world's you know, particular karma when that movie comes out. It wouldn't be a, a proper X-Men movie at all if he wasn't in it. So, yeah. I would t- I'd totally buy that if they would have a Deadpool cameo in the uh, X-Men Age of Apocalypse. That would be pretty legit. Well, I mean, they might. But I mean, like, to, to have Wolverine in uh, appear in... Uh... In Deadpool would just be. I, I, I think it, it just has to happen. I don't think they've done a movie without having him appear at least once. Yeah, that's fair. I, I think he's been in just about every, every uh, Marvelism. Okay, all right. Uh, before we before we diverge too far, uh, that's that's the end of my shout out Since I just I totally did a ramble right there. I was basically channeling lethargic. It was great. So uh, on that oh, note, God. Does, yeah, hey, come on, man! It's he's he's part of the team now. We got we got to throw a jab at him. Well, at, <laughs> at least you guys stop giving me shit about the quail tank. Where? Okay, that's legit. Um, all right, guys. So with that, uh, we do appreciate all the listeners out there giving us some feedback. I and, and I mean that uh, seriously. Uh, we we do appreciate uh, the interaction that we get with the with you guys on Twitter and the occasional email or in game you suck email. Huge fan of those. Um, so if you could go ahead and continue to send those to Soraya uh, and the other normal emails to Pokey and I, if we could continue that trend, I think that would be awesome. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Soraya at biomass.net. All, all your trashy emails, just send them there. Thank you. I appreciate that. So guys, with that, good night and good luck. Ow.